All right, it's time to check in with our poet, Megan. Megan, how are you doing? Good. There's so much um, inspiration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How are you? How are you taking all of this in? I mean, are you are you taking everything in, or do you just hit us on mute at a certain point, or how does that work? No, I don't put you on mute. I um, I listen for words that jump out of me similar to Christopher. So one of the poems I wrote was, um, I like to exercise my cat. And uh, I just, whatever kind of strikes my fancy in the moment, I grab and then I go for it. <laughs> That's amazing. So what helps you when you get stuck? Do you get stuck? I do, yeah. Um, one of the things that really helps is knowing that I can just stop a poem if it's not working or if I have no more place to take it. It doesn't have to be, you know, a structured form always. It can be loose. Another thing that helps is that I can, um, I sometimes I take a metaphor from nature. So I try to figure out what is this theme or this moment feel like in nature? What's a, what's a good counterpart? And then I try to play with that metaphor a little more and expand it. Okay, and I wonder if this practice, how long have you been doing this? About this, a year and a half. So in this time, since you started doing this, have you felt like it has lessons that apply to your life too? Yes. Uh, Can you I'm tell us about how, how does that work? Yeah, totally. I'm a writer and so, so much of my time is spent um, revising and perfecting what I have. And this form allows me to sort of let go of that perfection feeling. I have to be willing to let come what comes and I have to um, just let go of my own insecurities about it. And really I'm reading another person or another situation primarily. And so I'm letting them sort of fill me and, and saying it back to them in new words. Mm. And that does help in all my interpersonal relationships. I mean, it helps in my other writing, letting go of the perfection a little bit easier faster. Yeah. Um, so what's one piece of advice that you'd have for all of us to help us find a spirit of play, maybe something we can write in our playbook? Yeah. One thing I think is so valuable and overlooked is imitation. Um, when you watch little kids play, when I watch my three-year-old daughter play, she wants to dress up and be someone else. She wants to put on an, a costume and, and try a different way of being, you know, like a princess or a, a superhero or a shop owner, um, or even me, she wants to cook in the kitchen. And I think how often we don't let ourselves imitate someone else. So one of the things I love to do is I love to read poetry um, by other people. And when I find a form or something that just intrigues me, I play with it and I imitate it and I try it out so that I can find what fits and um, and what feels natural and also what stretches me. I think Mary Oliver has a quote in one of her books um, where she says something along the lines of, let me always be who I am and more. And I think that exemplifies it. Let, let yourself find in imitation who you could be, who comes naturally to you, and then let yourself go further and try more. 
That's fabulous. Thank you so much. So I have one last question, um, another this or that for you. Great. So um, American football or football um, or soccer, mm -hmm. like which of those? Probably, I want to I want to love soccer, but I don't know enough about it. So I'm going to say American football because I love Friday nights, bright lights, the kind of collective joy. I'm sure they both have that though. <laughs>